Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right. So today on the Confident Woman Podcast, we have with us our very special guest, Brasia Owens. Brasia is an endorser of individuality and a lover of confidence, designer of the luxury denim brand Kissed by Bo, and fashion stylist. Brasia set out to instill those principles in every acquaintance by specializing in exclusive handcrafted wear. Brasia's first stop was Chicago, Illinois, where she received training as an assistant stylist at the Image Studio. She returned home to Akron, Ohio in 2016 with inspiration for her fashion wellness brand, The Paper Bag Chronicles. The Paper Bag Chronicles takes her vision of confidence and all it has to bring a step further by posing the question, can you rock a paper bag? The model represents the idea that everyone should understand confidence to the point that it shines through any outfit, even if it were a paper bag. So Brasia, welcome. And can you rock a paper bag? Listen, that is the question. I can. I truly can rock a paper bag. The question is, can you look into people? Okay. <laughs> yes. And I love, I love that you you know, having that motto and that saying, that's really been the core foundation of everything that you've created uh, behind your fashion denim brand to Mm -hmm. the paper bag chronicles to really empowering women to look and feel their best from the inside out. So I'm, uh, I'm definitely excited to jump into today's conversation because, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like when we, when we talk about, can you rock a paper bag? How many Mm -hmm. times do we spend so much of our efforts, our time, our energy, in focusing on our outward appearance that we forget sometimes that it's not about what we're wearing. It's how we carry ourselves and what we wear from the inside Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So tell me about it. Tell let's, let's dive into the story. So first of all, how did you actually come about getting into the fashion industry and, and, you know, take us a little bit back to the beginning of times with Brasia, really what inspired you and how you, came about to pursue this passion okay well i'm an art kid at heart let's say that hey y'all what's popping i'm bracing hey how y'all doing um so i'm an art kid at heart right so i'm from akron ohio i went to art schools like audition type art schools like not the art school just like oh okay she got an elective like no i had to audition have a portfolio everything for that and i was in middle school and then i carried that on to high school so i was in art school from like sixth grade to 12th grade right and so that's my foundation i enjoy art i enjoy i'm a visual artist at heart right and so then that kind of just transformed into fashion right so i went to camp for fashion and fashion was my expression that's my my transition from visual art was fashion so i went to camp walked the stage and since august 2015 in october 2015 my butt was on my way to move to chicago illinois and then I officially moved out there in December. And then, so for my 25th birthday, I had produced me a fashion show in Akron, Ohio for my 25th birthday. And then two days later, my birthday is April 30th. My fashion show was on the 29th, I think. And April, May 4th, I moved to Columbus and started my job at Aldo. So I can say 2016 is when I really uh, started moving and grooving with Kiss by Bow and Pitback Chronicles, right? So Kiss by Bow is my denim brand, luxury denim brand, you know, black owned and operated. It's, we create purposeful fashion through wearable arts, right guys? So essentially every single piece is made with intention. Like I'm listening to my gospel music. I'm listening to just some really peaceful or just instrumental worship. And I'm just making my pieces, right? And it's so when people put it on their clothing glory, right? I have jackets that say ready on the back of them that are hand bleached and distressed and stuff. And so when you wear it, are you ready for what the world has for you today? 
Are you ready for, I'm spiritual, are you ready for what the Lord has in store? Are you ready for the good, the bad, the ups and downs? Are you ready for it all? So when you put the jacket on, are you ready, right? So that's Kiss by Bo with the denim pieces, right? Um, and that's the retail version of it. And then Payback Chronicles is my philanthropic. That's my passion piece. It's all about fashion wellness, right? Being a stylist for 10 years, right? I kind of, I skipped over. I did college and then I came here. For about 10 years, though, I worked in retail. Like, really, I worked in retail. Not like corporate. I worked in retail in the store. Like, I'm at the store selling, right? And so I was a stylist, too. Like, I graduated from college, and I uh, had a portfolio, like a styling portfolio ready and built. You know what I'm saying? And so as a stylist, it was so empty. Like, how, how many times I'm style people? And what? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how many times will I style the people and nothing comes of it? Or they just don't feel good. They don't feel good. They don't look good. How many times? How many times? You know what I'm saying? And so I just kind of... I, that's why I had to make the paperback chronicles. I don't even know where it came from, the Lord, right? And that's where it came from because I always say I could have a paperback one. No, you know, I think somebody used to tell me that, like, you can rock a paperback, I swear. And I think I kind of just kind of flow with it because it's like, I can have a paperback one and have everybody want to wear it because it's not about what you have on, it's how you wear it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I I feel like confidence shines through everything. Like, people be like, Bracia, oh, I can't wear that girl. You ain't my size. Or I can't wear this. Like, no, that's not it. It has to have to battle is confidence, right? I have the confidence that I can wear this. I have the confidence that I can do this. The only difference is I got the confidence and they don't. You feel me? And I feel like even like this, look, this is a necklace and a tiara all mixed together. I just have the confidence to do it. You know what I'm saying? Paperback Chronicles is all about being fearlessly, unapologetically confident in yourself and all that you do. And once you can do that, that you, that means you can rock a paperback. That, that's what that means. I love everything that you're, you're sharing because, you know, you take us back, you take us back to where it began and, you know, this confidence, this inner fire that you have, that's, that is not only just your passion, but it's, this is your purpose-driven mission. Like this is your, Mm -hmm. your give back, right. So it's your give back to, you know, other women who may not have that confidence or feel, you know, empowered to really rock something that would be otherwise, you know, something that would be like, I don't know if I can wear that or is that in style or how does that make me feel? Like, you know, we're looking at it from an external perspective, but you know, when you, when you're sharing your story, I could just tell from, and those who aren't, uh, who aren't watching this video, which you can catch us on, you know, we'll have our, our YouTube video too, for the, for the podcast, but, you know, just looking at the necklace that you were just talked about and, uh, accessorizing and really just embracing all of that. Because like you said, it's wearable art and your art is your creativity. It's, it's your, it's a part of who you are. It's a part of your identity. And when you bring in, you know, from your creator, uh, uh, me too, you know, faith-based women, you know, we are are women in Christ. And, Uh um, and we realize that it isn't so much about us creating, but when we become the co-creator with our creator, right? And that's mm-hmm. a, and that's where beauty and magic happens. But and you I'm walk cu- in purpose. Oh, hundred percent. And it's in that. And so when you're talking about retail, I was just like, in my head, I'm like, it's just not fulfilling. So how many times are we in in jobs or positions or mm-hmm. relationships or any of this stuff that we we just kind of go through the motions and there's no fulfillment? But it's really about trying to succeed with the art and science of fulfillment, right? So how yeah. do we create art that's fulfilling? How can we give back to others and serve and have it be rewarding and fulfilling? Yeah. But I do have a question though, is kind of for those who who don't know Brasia, and I, I had the honor and privilege to meet Brasia about six ish months ago. And um, mm-hmm. you know, and you could just 
catch somebody's confidence and it's contagious and they light up a room. And, and oh, that's what she, what it was when she walked into our room at, at an event that we hosted and she and I immediately hit it off. And, yes. but what, what attracted me to, to her was that energy. And I said, you know, she is a confident woman. So I'm curious to know where did this confidence come from? Were you always a confident woman or was this something that came about through something that that happened in your life that you're just like listen this is this this isn't what women should feel like they should always feel like confident because this really your mission now empowering women through your luxury denim brand to the paper bag chronicles you know i can tell you i come from a long lineage of confident women like i i can i mean i have to just give them credit because not only was it my mother it was my aunt's like it was my grandmother. Like my grandmother was every bit of 80 years old, still wearing heels. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the vibe that we were on. Like, so when people be 55, they say, I can't wear heels. Like, girl, bye. Yes, you can. You know what I'm saying? And it can be a kitten heel, you know what I'm saying? Whatever your flavor is. But like, I come from a lineage of women who was very confident and they instilled that. Like, they instilled that in me to the point, like, do you, I cannot ever fix my mouth and say I ain't beautiful. Like, wait, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, my aunt is every bit of like 200. 50 plus pounds and she wears whatever she wants to wear you know what i'm saying and like i'll wear some stuff like, i'm gonna get that i'm gonna wear that she's like girl you know you can't wear this body suit but she will you know what i'm saying like she's just so confident in her body you know i'm very very much so confident in her body it's just instilled in me you know like it, it's very much so instilled in me i feel as though too when i was younger i was very small like i'm small now but i was skinny skinny when i was younger and you know everybody else kind of was blossoming and getting everything boobs and hips and butt. I ain't get that. I still low-key don't have it. And I'm 30, right? But, and people used to kind of like, I used to say people, people were like, you're so skinny. And guys were like, you're so skinny, right? And I said, but I'm cute. And it was like, you're right. You're right. I was like, yeah, so shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would always be like, but I'm cute. I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. At one point, this little dude used to call me skinny, sexy in high school because I was small, but I knew how to put myself together. You know what I'm saying? And that for real, for real, would kind of push me into fashion too because I could never fit my clothes. They was always bigger. So at 13, my parents got me a sewing machine and I was making my stuff like I was sewing myself to fit me back then. You know what I'm saying? Even for a fashion, not a fashion show, a talent show, because I love to entertain. Like, I'm be, I want to be the Beyonce of fashion, right? So we was doing, doing a talent show and I had a little group, me and my three girlfriends, and I made our office out of a pillowcase. Okay. Now, where they off? Where those offices at now? I can change. Ooh, can you rock? Can you rock? You're gonna have to change your motto. Can you rock a paper bag? Is can you rock a pillowcase? <laughs> Thank you. Can you rock a pillowcase? And so that's like that's that's the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like it came from pillowcase to paper bag. You know what I'm saying? So like to answer your question, it just I just came from a very long lineage of women who was confident in themselves, and they put that in me. Like my mom to this day, like she's 56 years old and she killed it. Okay, like and then my cousins, like it's I don't know, it's, it's contagious. Like you said, like when I came in a room. Mm-hmm. thank you. I bless you. But I'm telling you, I got it from them. I got it from them. Like when we all show up, it's a show. Like we, we coming dressed to the nines, you know what I'm saying? And even if we just step out the house and we just, we enjoy that. We enjoy putting clothes on and just feeling good about ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And you know, it's uh we come from two different walks because I had, you know, I didn't really have the confidence and, uh, you know, confidence was something I really had to work on. And I remember mm-hmm. as a, a young adult, uh, you know, maybe fresh out of high school to early adulthood, 
I really idolized those women who would walk into a room and just lit up the room. And, and it was never really about what they were wearing. Yeah, they mm-hmm. can look good. Like you said, you know, they can be rocking a paper bag or a pillowcase, but it was something about them that drew mm-hmm. me to them. And it was that, like I was saying about you, when, you know, when we first met, it was the energy, the connection, that, that confidence, the air that was like, I'm, I'm owning who I am. And I think just when we have two different walks of like you, you were ingrained from this, from the get-go, you come from a a lineage of confident women who was passed down. And yet I did not. So it was something that I looked at other women. I was just like, I want whatever that is. I don't know what it is. And it was through me doing the inner work that I kind of had no other choice, but to do the inner work and through consistency, I was just like, Ooh, I'm getting good at this. Ooh, this is looking nice. Ooh. Right. And so little by little, this confidence started to take shape. So it's, it's really cool when we have two different women from two different, like, you know, one's in silver confidence, one is still working on it. And then here we are, you know, I created the confident woman podcast because it really, my mission was to inspire, encourage, and empower women to, to feel their best and most confident from within. And that's why I was drawn to you and your work, obviously from designer to designer, we have two different extremes. We have two different, you know, and it's just really cool when you can bring women in this is where we talk about, you know, like empowering women, right. We can look at and be like, Oh, we're so different. Yeah. We're so alike. Right. So in our mission, right. And our missions are the same, right. We want to empower women to look and feel their best from the inside out. And I love, you know, if, if you haven't already checked out any of Braja's her social media, uh, kiss by Bo, And I mean, her work is art. It is, it's, it's beautiful. It's fashion, it's function, it's creativity. It's, it is Braja in, in, wearable fashion and it's and it really is a work of art and i don't know if those listening are like yeah you know that's really inspiring when you could meet other people in your field or industry or just somebody you maybe never even met or maybe never will but you're inspired by how they show up and exactly. that that is so key to you know really setting the stage and the tone for for your own baseline but also for those that you want to surround yourself with and that really mm-hmm. is the power of proximity and community as well mm-hmm. because had i not hosted that event you wouldn't have shown up we wouldn't have met we wouldn't have worked together we wouldn't and be here on this podcast let's tell the people and let's tell the people how that even happened right so yeah i don't know how i got on your i don't know how i got on your email list but i seen like an event to go to um what was it? Just like a, what, it was a, it was a Christmasy thing. What yeah, was it was, a, it, it was a, a like a holiday mix and mingle. It was just something yeah. that we wanted, something that was fun and light. Mm-hmm. And as you know, as entrepreneurs and designers and and all the things that us women take these roles on, right? We just needed mm-hmm. a place to like kick it and just have fun and exactly. not feel like it's stuff. And I just don't like that stuff. Yes, girl, and that's me. And so, guys, when I met Rachel, well. I somehow got on her email list. I have no idea. And I seen it and it said $25. Now, all who know me know I hate to spend my own money. Like my I have my boyfriend that always stays very close because I'm always in his pocket or my parents' pocket, right? So I'm I'm never trying to spend the money. But my cousin used to tell me, she's like, Bracia, moving forward for 2022, you need to do one even outside of yourself, right? And I was like, shoot, I'm about to go, right? And I went by myself because you know I'm just like, I can't wait for everybody to come with me and so I can know people. I'm like, I'm gonna go by myself because I can't wait for them. Bought my ticket. I went up in there. First of all, uh, that space, I did not know how to get in. Okay, so I'm over here like, <laughs> get the window like a creeper. Like, excuse me, guys, what's going on? And then I finally got into the door and it was just, 
y'all were very welcoming, like so welcoming. Like it was just an eye opener. I, I truly enjoyed it. And I actually knew like one person I was familiar with another person. I was like, okay, look at this, Lauren. I love that. And I'm going to be totally, totally transparent with you, Rachel, right? Me being a woman of color, walking to a room, y'all were like, hey, come on. I love that. You know, it could have been like, who is this? Why she's here? But it was so like welcoming, like, yo, come on in here. And that's, that kind of just opened my eyes. Like, yo, this is really like a sisterhood, like confident women. It's like, it would care. We don't care what color or creed you are. We just, we here just alone each other. And I thought that was beautiful. And guys, like I told everybody there, but me and Rachel at the end, like we shut the party down talking. We was like, okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. But it was just beautiful. And then from there on, it was like a snowball effect, guys. Like she, just a beautiful person inside and out. Just like, I'm grateful to have met you. Cause I'm like, yo, it's it, like you said, two, two different walks of life, but just coming together. Like our mission is the same. That's why I was like, that's why I literally wanted to have a conversation with you and be on each other's podcast, right? Because I felt like, yo, like, what you're saying is that we just need, need to continue the conversation. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So they can hear it. Because we talk about this all the time when we talk, right? But it's like, they need to hear it. Like, because it's, it's, it's such a vibe. It's such a vibe. And it's something that um, it's necessary. Change the narrative. It, we, it's all about changing the narrative and, and disrupting the industry. You know what I'm saying? Right. And surrounding yourself with, you know, women on this mission, right? Because you said it, it, with women, we could be pretentious. We could be, you know, yeah. looking at it from a, a competition base, like, oh my gosh, she's a designer too. Like, uh, yes. you know, and, yeah. and oh my gosh, she has a podcast too. Uh, you know, and it's like, yeah. but you know, if we're really in that space and we, we walk the walk and talk the talk and that's the, you know, that that's a big thing to me. Integrity is huge. Uh, walk the walk, talk the talk. And my whole thing has always been about, you know, just opening our mind, opening our thoughts, opening our, our, you know, our, our capacity to be curious and always take in what, what good could come out of any situation, whether it's an event or, uh, you know, a first time experience or doing something, whatever that may be, we always have to go into it with an open mind. Um, and, you know, that was, uh, we were relatively newer at the time of even hosting these events. And it was just kind of like, you know, for me being the host, I was just wondering, is this going to, is this okay? Like, I don't, I don't know what what our guests are going to expect, but to hear that, that was, you know, reaffirming and, you know, inspiring. So thank you for that compliment as well, because really it is, it's a, it's women supporting women, inspiring women, collabing, whatever that is, we bookend it by women, because if we're really in that space, this is exactly what we do. We don't, we take down our egos, we take down our pride, and we just look at it and say, this is our life. And if uh, this is our core mission, we do it, we live it, right? So I mean, that was really cool. Exactly. You know, when you when you showed up, and and the other women showed up, and we just watched us all, I think, actually, that was one of the, the things that we talked about at the event was we're, we're hanging up our egos, we're hanging up our titles, we don't care about your businesses and this and that. We're just yeah. here to connect, you know, human to human, woman to woman. Yeah. And, and, that's just, what I love. and that's exactly what the confident woman is, you know, it's a we're mm-hmm. all we're all confident in within but yet, sometimes we just need the power of others to, to believe in us. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get bombarded with self doubt, we go through walks of life that, that, yeah. you know, ding and dent and diminish our value and our worth, but yet it, it, we single-handedly cannot do life alone and surround okay. yourself with just, you know, badass women, right. That are all on a mission to become their best and most confident selves. And there you are. Right. So, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of bringing it, you know, twofold to where we are today, six plus months after meeting and to know that, you know, we can have these conversations and continue the conversations and give back to women and do the same. 
Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And I want to be very transparent, too, because it's like, yes, I was raised by confident women and lineage of confident women. Even my dad, think he just all that. I'm like, daddy, please stop. Right. You know, my parents together is ridiculous. They're ridiculous. But I can tell you that, like I said, I was always smaller and people I, I want to say bullying because bullying. So they satirize that word ridiculously. Right. But I feel as though for me, like I was always smaller. Right. And so I wasn't like, you know, that what's in is booties and hips that's what's in and I low key feel like it's always been in right I know real Slender girls saying back in the day but when I came up that wasn't a thing they weren't looking at that right so I had to kind of build my own self-confidence up when it came to that right even like within my family of course like we were all very confident women but I was still I'm still smallest in the in my family I got cousins that's like in their 20s they're bigger than me right and I mean genetics whatever the case may be but it's like I am still very still small Right. But I feel as though I had to I had to bring that up to myself. Like, yo, Bracia, like you're good. You know what I'm saying? You're good. You're cute. You know what I'm saying? You own that. Own what you have right now. And I feel like at one point, too, and I feel like what happened was at one point I lost 15 pounds. And on my frame, that's that's a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. So I got down to my high school weight, which was like 115. That was that's kind of low. But I was stressed out. And I figured out as as I'm growing up as an adult thing. Right. I'm seeing like, yo, when I'm stressed out, I don't eat. And I'm seeing that. I'm like, oh, okay, versus when I'm sure I'm not knowing, no, I need to eat, right? So I got down to like 115, and I was tiny, tiny. And I'm like, sheesh, I didn't know how small I was, and people started seeing it in me. And I'm like, this is crazy. And so I had to love myself in that moment, too, though. Like, you know, some people, I used to tell people, and I had to go through it first. I said, Lord, he works in mysterious ways. I used to tell people, whatever your goal weight is, you that's the clothes you buy for your goal weight. So I went through it. And I didn't like myself in that moment. Like, I mean, I was cool, whatever, right? But I couldn't do my clothes. I was wearing a size eight at one point. Then I went to a size zero. A size eight though, like I can't fit no eight in if I'm a zero. So I'm putting my clothes on. I'm looking like I'm wearing my mom's clothes in their jeans. I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't. You know what I'm saying? So I went to Mary Eagle, got me a size zero, two pairs. You feel me? And I now they look tight. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful, right? But it's like I had to love me at this very moment, and I had to. Now, now it's crazy. Now when I tell people, it's like this moment right now. Tomorrow's not promised. That goal it may not be promised, but right now you have to love you right now. So. Do what you gotta do to love me now. So I had to go get those pants to fit me. You know what I'm saying? So I can look at me like, okay, you're good. You feel close fit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm looking like I'm trying to be this size and I'm not right now. I'm currently this size. So I need to understand like, Bracia, love me, love yourself through it all. You know what I'm saying? And gradually when you get back to your ideal weight, if you do, you know, that's when you can wear that. But I had to love me during that time and love myself. It, it was, it's definitely a process and it's happened. Like, so yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I had to build my confidence up. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I came from a long lineage of women. So, you know, how, like, if you, I'm around that, I was born from that. You know what I'm saying? So I can go back to it and know, you know, the techniques and the skill sets that I learned from them, right? Mm -hmm. But that's that's kind of what happened to me. I had to, like, grow and, like, you know, build that thing back up because it was going at one point. I was like, dang, British, what's going on, you know? Right. No, I love that. And, and uh, you know, you talk about loving yourself at all these different stages of life, which is mm -hmm. so important, right? Because we could be, we, you know, again, having two different walks here, like, I mean, I, if, if anyone has ever read my book, Chasing Perfection, they understand, like, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, you see yourself in a lot of those stories that I share inside the book, but mm -hmm. it was from a place that when, when I hit my lowest, it got to a place of self-loathing and there was nothing that I could find in my own thoughts and beliefs that was worthy of love because I, I, I just felt so broken, used and abused. And so mm -hmm. it's really hard to see that loving, that loving individual that still resides in the mess that we're in. Right. Mm -hmm. So it takes that insight and awareness to really recognize like, 
listen, this isn't really who I am. This is just a season I'm going through and Mm. it's okay to be kind and loving and compassionate at all these different stages. Right. So these were things, the tips and things that I had to learn and in my overcoming journey, but I'm interested in, in learning more about yours. And so for women, we can kind of see it as like a weight loss or a weight gain, but it's really about loving yourself at all these stages. So what was some of the things that you had to kind of pep yourself up and work through during that, that season where you were highly stressed, you were going through some, some difficult, uh, you know, things that in your life, and you ended up losing the 15 pounds, you didn't feel confident, like you, your normal uh, confidence, right? So it did kind of take a ding on you, that you had to love yourself through that season. What did that look like for you? What did it look like? Oh. Like, like, you know, what, how did you kind of rebound of and rehab? Yeah, oh. like, like rehabilitate, like, okay, listen, Bracia, this isn't this isn't who we are. This is just a temporary uh, season that we're in. So how did you talk to yourself through this? Because anyone listening, like you could say, okay, journals or music or this or that, yeah. but like our whole goal is to give back any tidbits of advice that are just like mm-hmm. juicy nuggets of wisdom and, and insight that our listeners could, you know, take or not. And so this is really just kind of like the, the sharing aspect of it. I could say my, my support system is amazing. I'm just blessed to have a great support system supports my partner I love him he he was there like when I was going through it in the thick of it he didn't know what to do but then I had my parents and they was checking up on me like crazy Rachel did you eat did you eat did you eat you know what I'm saying and you know what I think too Rachel I can tell you real quick side side story and I'm like continue with my story how I rebound when I was always small like in high school and stuff people always thought I was anorexic right now I I ate more than everybody under the sun but it's so crazy how I got to the point where I'm around people and I couldn't eat it was so crazy. It's like, I think it was just kind of like a little, a slight work of trauma, right? Because people always like, you're, you're in a mess, you need to eat a burger, this is nice. And I used to eat around people, like kind of gorge myself around people. Eat. I eat slow already, so but I used to eat a lot, right? And so then it got to the point where, like for a month, when I was going through it, I couldn't eat in front of people. I was, it made me, I just couldn't do it. Like my cousins too, like my best friend cousins, like I couldn't eat around her. My boyfriend, I could eat around him, right? But I just couldn't eat around people. And it was just, crazy i'm so good now that i can eat around anybody if i'm hungry I'm eating, right that kind of therapist and uh in a black community therapist is taboo right if you got a therapist for what you need therapist for you know what i'm saying you better talk to the lord yes but he made therapist for a reason right so i had a therapist i ain't gonna say she was like the absolute best but i can tell you that she just don't let me take authority over my life and stop caring what people think even when it comes to like my my parents like they're my support system but I'm low key, like, I still like, oh, mommy and daddy, like, and I'm 30, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's our relationship, right? And so, like, I had to take authority over my life and find a therapist. I had to, when I talk about getting my word, like, uh, I should know the scripture because I looked at it like almost every day. It was talking about you have to capture your thoughts as like prisoners of war, you know what I'm saying? And commit them to the Lord. I don't know what the scripture is, but that's how it goes. I don't know what it actually is. So, my thoughts of uh, what happened was Satan was playing on my heartstrings because I had a phobia of vomit. Right. And so I felt like if somebody ate something, I was going to throw up like, girl, I got to the point where I, have, I worked at a job for two weeks. Right. And that too was saying that I need to work at this job. Let's say that one. I felt physically ill every time I went in there. I couldn't even eat like a fruit roll up. Yo, like I was like, felt sick every time. Like I had to be in the bathroom. They was having me doing like some putting up the wedding dresses and I had to play some instrumental worship music on my phone so I can just focus and not like get in my head. Like, yo, Bracia, you better be sick. You better go home. You know what I'm saying? Like it was to the point like I really had to like get in my word like, yo. I'm not, I'm not about to be going through this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to be, uh, 
my life ain't gonna be like this. And then I, at one point, I it was I was afraid to drive, and I drive from Akron often from Columbus, right? I was like, I'm not gonna be dependent on somebody that to drive me to Akron. You know what I'm saying? So I had to like, when I said get in my word, I had to get in my word. I had to sit and be still like, Lord, what do you have for me? What is this? And I think it was just a, really a season. I never thought about how I rebound, but I think it was really a season of me trusting him. Like really like, yo, like this is very abnormal for me. I don't know what this is. Like, but I had to trust in him. Like I know he's going to make it out. And again, my support system, my, uh, my partner, he was really off saying like, Bryce, it's the only season. You're going to come out of it. You're going to be back at regular size. You're going to come out of it. You're going you're gonna to go back to being regular. And I did. I said, by the time Thanksgiving came, I want to eat. And I did. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And this oh, happened yeah. maybe in October. Because I'm like, I need to eat some food. And I was at Thanksgiving. I was around my family. It was We was at we was at an Airbnb in Orlando. So it was a bunch of family down there, right? And I'm like, I can't not over here not eat with these folks. They're going to say something. They know me, right? I took yeah. my time. I wasn't anxious. I'm like, first of all, I'm a family. So, you know, I shouldn't be tripping anyways. But I took my time in eating. You know what I'm saying? I was around some people this past summer too. What happened was we would be at the house and their parents would be like, oh, we got to eat all your food. And I'm just like, well, I'm not that person. I eat in shifts. And I felt like I had a rush. I didn't, you know, I had, a, I have a complex about that. Like don't push me and rush me to eat. Cause it's so I feel nauseous and I don't like that feeling. So it was just a lot, but I had to take authority over my life and do what the hell I want to do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And just get in my word and be like, you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And all of these thoughts that be going through my head, like obsessive thoughts that I'm tripping, oh, I can't do this, or are you going to be sick, or or you can't in front of these people, they're looking at it, like whatever. I had to submit them to the Lord and let's capture them like a prisoner of war. I'm telling you, like, yo, that is not it. That is not, I'm not thinking about that. And now I'm so much better. I can catch myself though. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm eating in front of somebody, I'm like, oh girl, you tripping, stop. You know right. what I'm saying? I have to like check myself, but I'm relatively bad. I'm relatively bad. That's how if that answered your question. Is. Yeah, no, it, it, and it really did because, you know, you you hit the nail on the head with a lot of the points, uh, you know, from the community that we surround ourselves right, right, uh, you know, with meaning who who is there that has our back, we need to lean on or if we're falling, right, we need somebody that's always there to catch us, we need to take captive of the negative thoughts that were coming through our mind, because when we hold on to them, and we start, you know, chewing on it right right Mm -hmm. those thoughts become our words and our words become our identity and who we are Mm -hmm. and that's not who we are we're we're not our our negative beliefs and our negative self-talk and our negative just thoughts and patterns and behaviors right we're not that stuff that's all toxic and we know that that that's not from our perfect creator right he doesn't give us bad stuff and so Right. And we have to recognize that. And so when we get in these patterns and another thing that you had mentioned too, was slowing down, whether it's slowing down to eat your meal, slowing Mm -hmm. down to, to take in account of what's happening in life, slowing down to say, wait, hold up. This isn't me. Right. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. when, when the world could feel like it's all coming at you is happening fast from the thoughts to the beliefs, to the actions, to all these things. And we're just like, well, wait, where did I get lost in this mix? And then this where stress consumes us or anything, fear, anything that's coming at us from a negative place can really prevent us from becoming that, that confident individual to overcoming the obstacles. And that isn't that, you know, really the devil or Satan's goal is to keep us down as long as we can keep telling us lies, uh, forcing them down our throat, making sure that we taste them and we, we become it right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when we look at all this stuff, it isn't just about self-loving and like, you know, everything's all kittens and rainbows and journaling and happy music. It's about doing that inner work. 
And through that inner work, that's where your magic and beauty shines. And that's where your message came through. And that's where your purpose transpired from, right? It's in these quiet moments of downtime that in, in our hardest times, that's our true test and strength of character. And that's where we're being conditioned and sharpened and strengthened to come out of this season, more refined and defined, you know? And so anyone who's listening, just knowing that no matter what your season is, it's going to pass. You're not alone. And even if you don't feel that you have that proper support system, you know, the confident woman community always has your back, Um, you know, and, and just uh, reaching out. And sometimes all it does is just take that moment to say, Hey, listen, I'm going through something. It's yeah. all you, we don't have to spill the beans. We don't have to, to say all that stuff, but we have to muster up that courage and just say, Hey, I, I need support. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and when you did that, you realize people had your back. And, mm-hmm. and even for me through my difficult season, I actually didn't feel like anyone had my back <laughs> to begin with, <laughs> but it's because, you know, it was all kind of shaped because of my past and whatnot. And, um, you know, and, and if you don't have that, that really is that empowering you to go out and create or find the people that can really mm-hmm. have your back. And so it was, um, you know, again, and first time in your own back, because sometimes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes boo, he ain't understand, you know what I'm saying? Or my parents, daddy will always be like, you need to eat like your dad, if I could eat, I would, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. so they were there, but it was just kind of like, I had to, I had to first support myself, like, yo, you gonna be okay. You know, like you're going to be okay. And then the Lord will send the people to you. You know, we open and receive that. We open yourself up to receive those people. Sometimes mm-hmm. we want to, we want that support and we're not open to receive that support either. You know what right. I'm saying? Sometimes you be like, oh yeah, I want that support all day. But it's like, no, but do you really though? Cause it's like, you're not open to even receive that, you know? So it's like, I, I had to open myself up to receive that. Cause I was like, yo, daddy, you can stop talking to me about eating. Cause when I'm, when I can, I will, you know what I'm saying? So then it got to the point like, all right, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm good. Like it was when I was crying, like I couldn't eat. Like it was, it was really, really, really weird. I ain't gonna lie. I don't, I've never been experienced anything like that, but you know, God brought me through and it's crazy. I never talk about that. I, I say it briefly. I talk about it briefly to people, but I never really go in depth about like, yo, why? And I can tell you where it came from. I was in LA. I was out there doing some manufacturing, look at some manufacturing. And it was, can I tell you I had a great time, a wonderful time by myself too. First, first of all, by myself. Right. And but when I started looking up, it's so crazy how I don't think, right? It's kind of like what Adam and Eve, when they was over here kicking it, right? And then when they sinned and then they realized they was naked and they was afraid, right? That's how I felt, right? I was cool kicking it, right? And I look up, I'm like, I'm so far from Ohio. Like, I am so far from Ohio. I'm by myself out here in this city. If something happens to me, I'm by myself. If I get sick, I'm by myself. I started thinking like that, right? I'm like, but I started thinking about that after I got home. Because when I was there, I was straight. But when I was there, I didn't eat a lot either because I was nervous. I was like, if something happened, I ain't trying to, get, you know, hey, I'm by myself. out here. I have friends, but it's like, these are not my family. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I came back home, I was shook. It was weird. Like I was out there in LA because they had these stores and I was going full speed ahead talking to real estate agents. I was going too fast. And that's what I taught the therapist. She said, you need to slow down, slow down, like, yep. slow down. And I tell you now, sometimes I just sit on the couch and just be like, don't even turn the TV on. Just like, just sit there and just breathe and just take in the moment because that's what happened like I was going too fast I came back from out there that fast life out there I'm seeing oh I want to live that life I can do that here and then I can go back out there girl bye I had to slow my ass down because it was like no Rachel no you can't do that and then spiraling too I can't eat I can't it, it was so much just right too much 
and everyone has a different way of, you know, dealing with stress. And, and, uh, you know, I can relate when I'm highly stressed, I actually don't eat. And it's not because I'm intentionally not eating. It's just, I'm so focused on, on that outcome that I just forget mm-hmm. time, time passes by. I'm like, Whoa, where did time go? And then you just, you, you just don't think about these things, but again, slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. And we, it's almost like we're trying to catch the next best thing before we've even enjoyed the best thing that that's promised to us now. And it's in that slowing down and in the process, it's just like, that's where the quietness, the stillness, the, the turning inward, instead of burying ourselves in those distractions where continuing go so fast, we just crash and burn. Right. So we've almost destroyed all the work that we've done. And then we're sitting there like on our knees begging, like, God, please help me. And he's like, I've been telling you, like, I've been giving you warning signs while you're dismissing them. You know, I got to hit, hit you over the head with a ton of bricks before you say, Ooh, okay. Time to slow down. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, let me right? You're like, okay, I'm sorry. I missed all that. <laughs> right. Because mm-hmm. we got to pick our heads up sometimes, but yeah, it, it's just, it's crazy. You know, when we think about these things and how, how life just really, it's uh, life is beautiful even in the midst of all the mess and ugliness and just things that are happening in the world, but God is good. Man. The very being, the very being of life is just like, it's amazing. The very breath is like, ah, like I, I'm being in my studio and I was listening to Whitney Houston. It was Whitney Houston and Fantasia was talking about Believe, right? I think it was on one of the soundtracks, right? And one of my uh, sweet mates came in and he was like, oh, I still listen to Whitney Houston. I said, yeah, cause sometimes you gotta believe, you know? And he was like, yeah, because this world is shit. I was like, okay, <laughs> yes. But I said, but there's so much beauty still. You're right. We there really is. You can't ignore the beauty that's still here. Like, you're here. You, you've, got, you've got somewhere to create your art. You know what I'm saying? And do what you love to do. That's your mm-hmm. job. You know, I think just the little things. It's like we have to remember the little things. Like, I feel like we get so caught up with the world and politics and all the shit that's going on, which is a lot. But when we just sit and just like, just breathe and just like, yo, like I'm, I'm comfortable when I go to sleep. I'm not in, I don't have any pain. Like, right. it's just beautiful. Right. And, and that's, you know, obviously another uh, technique too, is this, the attitude of gratitude, right? When we just mm. practice contentment and just being, being in those moments to really appreciate again, the breath, right. That we take for granted or the beat of our heart that we take for granted or the lights yeah. in our, in our home that we take for granted, but we're so focused on like, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But the question is, where are we going? Like, right. If we don't, if we don't have a direction, like, you know, having a compass or a purpose, we're just kind of haphazardly just going through life and and wondering what's next. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, slowing down is a bit, has been a big, uh, I mean, sometimes I need to take my own advice and reminder, but it's definitely been a life changing, something simple as that, but it's a, it's really cool. So, I mean, I'm honored to have you here as our, our guest and just sharing your story. And of course, through your story, through your works, through your triumphs and struggles, is that no matter what you tapped into your purpose and you're pursuing it and you're on fire and you're making magic happen and your work is out there touching so many lives and making a difference. And obviously, you know, with uh, your your paper bag chronicles and everything that you're building off of that as well, you know, really inspiring uh, women to look and feel their best from within. So whether you rock a paper bag or, you know, some high-end luxury designer brand, it doesn't matter what you're wearing because if you don't feel it and you don't believe it, then it's not even for you, mm-hmm. right? Like, you look and feel like shit. You can tell when people, I'm like, girl, bye. I don't know why you put that on Gucci because you don't look like Gucci. Like you don't look like you just spent that much money on it. You know, you might as well have on nothing. Okay. 
But uh, so it's so Abrasia to kind of wrap things up. I mean, let's give our listeners the the details. Like, what's uh, how can people connect with you? Find out more about you. Learn all. Uh, give us all the goods. Awesome, awesome. Okay, depending on when this is uh, when is this coming out? Uh, it'll be coming out later this month. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, y'all. Okay, stay tuned. Um, so I have a podcast. So y'all gotta listen to my podcast. Rachel's gonna be on there, and it's called King Rock a Paper Bag. It's all about loving yourself and owning yourself, being fearlessly and apologetic confident in yourself and all that you do as well as that guys uh payback chronicles got some things popping off we have a self-love brunch in akron ohio um that's kind of like in the middle of july but a big thing right i'm gonna say it on your podcast first rachel because nobody else knows it right so this is about the uh i shouldn't even say it but i'm gonna say it let's do it let's do it let's do it so uh, kiss by bow is about to have a storefront in dallas columbus ohio okay over there on main street over there by pecan pennies okay and what we're going to do with so much stuff in there is going to be so much purposeful stuff in there we're going to do self-love saturdays right guys we're going to do um of course y'all come in here and shop all day because by boat dinner you feel me but we're going to do self-love saturdays we're going to do self-love photo shoots things of that nature we're going to open it up with a fashion show that's the grand opening is going to be a designer reception and a fashion show and then sunday it's going to be Kiss by Bo's Fashion and Wellness Weekend. So we're going to just start off with a designer reception. And we're going to have some guest designers featured in the store. Next day, that Saturday, is going to be a fashion show with Kiss by Bo pieces as well as other designer pieces. And then the, uh, that Sunday is going to be the wellness portion. And I'm going to do a live podcast recording. And Rachel, I'm going to hit you about this later, but I want you to go on the panel. We're going to talk about some stuff there. And I want people to hear what we're talking about and the discussions that we're going to have because I feel like wellness and fashion is needed. Like we can always talk about fashion all day. Like, the latest outfit, how are you feeling? But but how do you feel before you put these clothes on? That's always the goal, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what I really, really want to push to the people, fashion wellness. So stay tuned for that one, guys. It's going to be, uh, y'all know when Columbus Fashion Week is, that weekend. You feel me? So it's Kiss by Bows. It's Columbus Fashion Wellness Weekend. You feel me? So yeah, stay tuned for that, guys. So that's one of the big things that's popping off. That's where all my energy is going towards. We got pop-up shops throughout the summer, but October going down y'all heard it first on the confident woman podcast with Rachel Brooks yes oh my gosh so so many good things are happening of course uh you know Columbus Fashion Week I'll be there as well with my brand and designs as well so this is just really cool um how are things just transpiring? So I just want to thank you Brazier for being our guest and of course we're going to include all of that in the show notes so I just want to know from you what makes a confident woman let's just hear what that means to you what makes a confident woman is <laughs> is rocking the paper bag <laughs> for real. What makes a confident woman is you. You are confident. Like even if you feel like you're not confident, right? And it's a bunch of layers to get to that confidence. You right here, that core you, that's confidence. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta peel back the layers to get to that. You gotta mm. get to that girl. Get to that mm. little girl. Shoot, when we was born, we was confident. When we mm. was kids, we had no worries. We didn't care. Then all mm. of a sudden, stuff started changing. You know, life happens. That's that one layer. Something trauma happened. That's another layer. People start talking about you bullying. That's another layer. Peel back those layers. Get to that yeah. little girl. That's confidence. Love it. So thank you so much, Brasia. We look forward to our listeners just hearing this word and hearing the message. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Brasia. I appreciate you rocking with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate you so, so much taking time to listen to our podcast. If you love what you've been hearing and you're looking forward to hearing more content from us, be sure you take the time to subscribe, like, and review the Confident Woman podcast. We definitely appreciate you taking the time to do so. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. 
Um, for more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.